0: The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Dan Moriarty. Dan and I worked together for a long time in the sports business. He's the former host of the great show, NHL Cool Shots. He's been an NHL analyst forever, been around the game for a long time. And now he just travels around the world for own-the-room teaching C-suite executives presentation skills, communication skills, public speaking. So Dan's in a unique position to answer this question. What makes hockey players such a different breed? As you can tell from the way you introduced me, I'm a
1: bit biased. (laughs) However, however, I will go beyond that because I also did work in the other major sports in my radio life. Hockey players are different for this reason— They can never win the ultimate prize of the Stanley Cup without the guy, and you basketball people will understand this, the guy who's the last player on your bench. The 12th guy on the NBA bench doesn't have to get into a game ever. The last guy on the fourth line, or the seventh defenseman on the NHL team, will be on the ice, and he will play in a Stanley Cup final game. That's a big difference. Your stars are always going to carry the load, but stars cancel each other out in a game like hockey. You only go as far as the role players. That's what makes hockey the ultimate team game. That's why they're different. And also Noah, one of the things I've always believed and it's it's a it's a theory of mine. In hockey, there's no out of bounds. When you leave the playing surface, you go over the boards and sit on a bench outside. So therefore, when you're playing the game of hockey, what makes them different is that they always, 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 because of that conflict and contact, have each other's back. Unlike any other sport, and it, it, it's when it's physical, it's also mental. When I think of what hockey is, and I go back to my analogy of, of no out of bounds, The one sport before this that actually had a similar makeup for you history buffs, it was Christians and Lions back in the Roman Empire. Other than that, every sport ever played has a place where you can go out of bounds but just walk right back in. When you have a wall, you can't get back in once you leave. So therefore what happens inside those walls, inside those boards, is what makes hockey the ultimate
0: team sport and makes hockey players So different. And that comes across when you interview a hockey player and spend time with them socially.
1: When you speak to them, they come across. And and for those of you who don't know, there's a Western Canadian farm boy attitude to hockey. And I say that because not all hockey players, of course, are from Western Canada. However, there's this psyche of them. Western Canadians live on farms, a lot of them. And there's farm country through all that part of, the, of, of, of of Canada. And a lot of players I've spoken to have said the same thing. Well, I learned how to play hockey on my dad's farm, on my grandpa's farm, on my uncle's farm, because we had to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to make sure we brought the crops in or took care of the cows or whatever kind of farm they had. And if you don't do that, well, then you don't succeed on the farm. And you learn the concept of team when – that happens as a young boy you've got to get up and do your job as a i go back to my fourth liner from before doing the role players the grinders and it's interesting i'll tell you one story no i the gm of the los angeles kings rob blake back in my day of cool shots he was playing for the la kings at one time and i went to his home to do a sit down with him and as i walked into his home on the the wall as you entered towards the living room was this huge picture It was an overhead shot of a farm. And I said, Rob, is that farm where you grew up in Simcoe? He said, yeah, how'd you know? I said, because it makes sense to me. A guy like you, a hockey player, and my knowledge of players and my respective NHL players that I've known, they would put the farm on a picture uh, in a prime location in their home because that's where you learn. He said, Dan, it's exactly what I learned. I learned how to be a team player on that farm as a little boy. And I've carried that throughout my entire life, Hall of Fame career, Stanley Cup, GM now of the LA Kings. This is the mentality that I believe is so big in the NHL and makes hockey players
0: different. Have you ever milked a cow with a hockey player?
1: I have not milked a cow with a hockey
0: player, (laughs) but I would have if they asked me to. Cool Shots, we did a lot of things, but that was not one of them. (laughs) Give, give Give me one from Cool Shots that stands out. In
1: eight years of the show. 40 to 44 shows a year there's one that stands out it was when I I had the opportunity in the inaugural year of the Minnesota Wild to go to training camp with them to be on the ice with them in training camp for a couple of days and then fly with the team to the west coast Mm -hmm. to play in a preseason game against then the Anaheim Mighty Ducks before they changed the name to just Ducks I played in a game with them and that was as a hockey player who only got as far as playing college hockey to be on the ice with professional athletes, to see it from their perspective, to live it with them just for a few days. It's a fantasy that you cannot replicate. I felt like for you people out there who are, who are, who who are well read. I felt like George Plimpton for a couple of days. And if I was someone who could write a book, I would have, (laughs) It would not have compared to Paper Lion, but <laughs> but I still – I had the chance to do it, and that was by far something I will – and to this day, Noah, I still run into people who look at me and say, oh, yeah, Dan, I knew your career. That time at the Minnesota Wild, <laughs> because everybody, guy or girl, if you played sport, <laughs> that's the fantasy. You want to be a pro athlete at some point in your life, just even for five minutes, even though the reality is none of us ever were good enough to do that. I had a chance for – a few days to make believe and to be treated as to the best of they could as far as players and coaches and and, and the training staff. They made me a quote unquote professional hockey player. And it's something that the the memories will never fade from the eight years. That one thing that one show can can never go away. Did they haze you since you're a rookie? Every single thing you can think of that they would do to a hockey player in training camp in his his rookie year, they did to me. They shaved my. They shaved my. Well, they didn't. No, forget that one. They (laughs) they, they didn't shave me. They wanted to. They took shaving cream and put it in my gloves. Okay. They cut the end of my stick where the blade is just enough so that when I when I flexed it, the blade broke off. I had to leave a drill (laughs) to go get another stick. They sewed the pants leg of my. Of my uh, my my dress slacks together when I went to get dressed. They also, as we were getting off the ice, it was really funny. After the first day of practice, we're getting off the ice, and we're on camera. I'm speaking to to, to a couple of the guys, and we're going to get off. And they said, "Where are you going?" I said, "Well, uh, it's time to we get off the ice." I said, uh, "No, that's yours." And they pointed back to the ice, and they had thrown a, easily five or six times as many pucks on the ice as was already out there. And they said those are all yours. Go pick them up. So I had to go back to the ice for probably a half an hour by myself with buckets, just filling them with pucks as I lonely sat on the ice in a dimming, uh, in, in a dimming, uh, hockey rink in Minneapolis, Minnesota, just picking up pucks by myself, feeling lonely about myself and, and, and put on and so happy.
0: <laughs> what, what has happened more recently? You watched that episode or the Full House episode in 1992 when you were Stonewall Binkley and you were Joey Gladstone's nemesis?
1: You see the episode of Full House more often because it's still on TV in 100 countries around the world. So I, I keep on getting some some notes, emails, texts from people about that episode. It's funny, I, I was talk, you mentioned that I work for Own the Room and our main office is back in, back in New Jersey. And they had a Christmas party this past week. And they sent me a text saying, look what we're watching, Dan. And they had freeze-framed what happened. One of the coaches there – because a lot of the people there don't know my past. They know me as a coach with with the company. But one of them knows what I did and and knows my IMDB page. So she pulled up the episode on the big screen in the office and they sent a freeze-frame of me and my goalie equipment looking looking very distraught in one of those scenes saying, Dan, we're watching you on – oh, it's like really – so now, sure, I'll no longer be Dan Moriarty. I'll be Herschel Stonewall Binkley. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I hear that a lot because the show is still on. And, of course, it's, it's a very funny show. And it, it, it's living forever. And now with the Netflix back with the, the, uh, the Full House, whatever the show is, the, the new, se- the new, the new uh, series, Full House Extra, whatever, like Full House More, it, it's, it's a conversation that's back all the time. So thanks for that. (laughs) I felt better. I felt better playing uh, with the Minnesota wild than I felt being a goalie in full house. Trust me.
0: Uh, Good talking to you. Thanks, pal. Thank you, man. Here's what makes hockey players really a different breed. The amount of beer they can put down and then still skate smoother than I can walk. But yeah, the whole team sport thing, even more so than the other major ones, makes a lot of sense. You want to see that full house episode with Dan in it? 1992, nice guys finish first. And as corny as it may sound, Dan's a prime example of that. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The follow up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's v o k a l now.com.